Welcome to the Principal's Office Podcast, where we believe that the principal's job is the most interrupted job on the planet, and creating a clear and cohesive plan is the best way to improve your school. I'm your host, Dr. Tom Miller. I'm the founder of Leaders Building Leaders, and it's my goal each week to introduce you to new strategies and initiatives that are improving schools across the country. You're going to learn leadership principles that are going to help you accelerate your growth, build your teams, and execute on those goals so you can exceed those expectations of the communities that you aim to serve. If you want to learn more about what we do, you can go to our website at lbleaders.com. But for right now, enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening. Tom Miller here. Uh, wanted to spend some time with you today on a very, very critical topic, and I'm, you know, speaking of it because it's, it's honestly, it's, it, it comes up way too often in our, in our world, in our world of education, our world of education leadership, and, and so uh, it's about leadership transition. You know, transitioning um, as, as a leader um, out of your current position. <laughs> Um, and, and, and either into your, your next, um, but you know, it's happening way too often right now, as I've already shared. So let's hop into this. Um, I just love this quote here from, uh, Bob Russell and he says, when proper transition is made, the one stepping aside has another chapter of meaningful life to live and is respected in that role. Right. So think about, you know, as you're transitioning from your position, right? So you might be transitioning up into the organization. You might be transitioning out into your, you know, out of the organization, whatever it may be. Um, right. It's, there's another chapter of meaningful life. So, so you have to treat transition, no matter the situation, um, as a, as a really critical point in your organization. And, and so there's some barriers to effective transition. Uh, one being that the organization doesn't like the new person, you know, the new you know, person coming in and the organization doesn't like them, right? They need to look at their hiring process if that's the case, but it certainly does, you know, does happen. Uh, the second is that the new person doesn't like the organization. They thought they would be into it. They thought it would be a great place, you know, for them. And, and it, you know, it just didn't work out. Uh, there's a conflict in values or a conflict in the in the culture of the organization, right? So that's so one our values don't align, or uh, you know, I mean, the culture you know left in a bad spot, and it's really hard, and and so you know maybe there's just been a a lot of um, you know founders there, and someone coming in just is constantly getting hit with uh, you know challenges. Um, the new leader fails. That's a big one. Uh, the previous leader sabotages the efforts of the new leader. And I've, you know, definitely seen this where, you know, good intentions was, you know, the organization was going to bring somebody on board and uh, have the other leader there uh, to, for, you know, support and conversation and the new leader can't get anything done. In fact, it happened, you know, to me, I, you know, part of, you know, my role as a consultant over the last two years heavily has been, has been, you know, you know, filling that void and then transitioning to the next, you know, person. And uh, at one point, I stayed way too long, and it really created problems for that uh, leader. Um, so, you know, 
I, I didn't intentionally sabotage it, but maybe I did, you know, so this is a learning environment for me too. It's why I'm sharing. That's why I'm investigating, you know, deeper, but other ways to sabotage could be that, you know, they second guess everything or, you know, someone comes and, well, I would have done it this way, you know, and that's just, that's just not good. And I'm going to talk about that here in a second. Uh, the previous leader fails to truly leave, right? They always make themselves available for some reason to everybody in the organization. Uh, the new leader fails to bring about successful changes. In other words, changes are made, but they're not successful again, um, which certainly can happen. So let me just take you through eight uh, critical points here. The first uh, critical point, and I've learned these from you know John Maxwell and through my time with him as a uh, you know, leadership coach and through his uh, teachings. Um, so a lot of what I'm, you know, sharing here is what I've shared, you know, directly from John as he's, you know, you know, talked about this. So critical point one is that the character and the, uh, uh, the uh, compatibility of the transitioning leaders, right? So the ones that's leaving and the one that's coming is more important than the timing of the transition, right? So it doesn't necessarily matter like, you know, when's a good time to transition. It's the two people that are involved in the transition are way, way more important. Um, so, you know, one big thing is the previous leader is no longer in charge, right? I'm here for advice. I'm not going to judge you. You come to me. You can take the advice if you want, whatever you choose, you know, to do. Uh, and, and, and neither talks poorly about the other, okay? That's a critical, critical point here. So character and, and um, uh, uh, um, you know, the, the, the character of the two leaders and the, um, the uh, compatibility of, of them to, to work together to make this happen. So uh, critical point number two, when they don't work, the reason they're sabotaged is more than any other reason is because one of the two people is just immature. They're just not mature enough to handle it. Um, and so <laughs> um, I love, you know, when I pulled this out, uh, most of us will be remembered in work and in life for just a few words or deeds that made a difference to others. The way we choose to say goodbye is likely to be one of the ways we will be remembered. And so listen, if you're on your way out, um, you got to put your ego aside here and you have to be uh, really for the next person. If you're for the entity, if you're for the organization, if you're for the team, I mean, whatever the transition is, you can't, you can't leave, right? You can't leave uh, with your ego, right? Your ego has to be in check and um, you can't, you know, do it. And even the person coming in, right? The person coming in can't, you know, come in and I've, I've made this mistake, you know, you're just, shooting on everybody and you should have done this or here's a better way to do it or whatever that may be as a leader transitioning in you have to be respectful right if you if you know i always say if you don't know why the fence is there you know why why the fence is there make sure you ask before you knock it down because uh, i've certainly learned you know the hard way as a uh, consultant um, and as a leader doing that so uh the way we say goodbye is going to be how we are remembered right so this is, you know, you got to make a, make a successful handoff of the uh, baton. And so the one that's uh, passing the uh, baton, right, if you've ever done this relay, right, it's not easy. Uh, but you have to keep running full steam. Like, you can't just be a lame duck leader and be like, all right, I'm out. Like, you have to keep this organization moving forward until the baton is fully passed. And the one receiving the baton has to start running before they receive it. And this is one of the reasons why 
I love when we, you know, when we do leadership, you know, transitions in the, in the organization to have some carryover time is awesome. But in minimal, what I try to do is I try to build a current reality. So that new leader, you know, coming on there, you know, coming on with a 90 day strategic plan as part of the process. Um, and, and, you know, and they have a really good idea of all of the current challenges that they might be facing, who their key players are on the team. That's why there needs to be a transition team. It shouldn't just be one individual. It's a team of people helping your, your organization move forward. Uh, both runners have to stay in the same lane, right? You can't have one, one out here. What, same lane, right? Easy to pass the uh, baton. Um, and anybody who steps out of the lane is a forfeit, right? And that's where whoever is the hierarchy, whether it's a board um, or whoever it might be, may have to step in and, you know, you know separate and, and uh, remove, you know, the older person if they're the person who's uh, stepping out. Um, and the one receiving the uh, baton can't have a totally different agenda. They need to be on board uh, with everybody else. So, uh, so make a successful handoff of you know, the baton um, and a good, a good goodbye, a good goodbye in leadership transition has to be the top priority of the present leader. So when, when you're going to make that transition, it has to be your top priority. Um, I love this Jack, Wolf, Jack Welch uh, quote. This was nine years before his retirement. And he said, from now on, choosing my successor is the most important decision I'll make. It will occupy a considerable amount of time every day. And that's what you should be doing as a leader anyway, right? Every single day, you should be working yourself out of a job, equipping the people around you, empowering people around you, um, right? And, and you know, bringing them into the bigger picture moments uh, so they can, they can keep this organization running when you're gone. Um, so those are two key points uh, under critical point number two. Um, let's see, what else do I got here that I want to definitely share with you all? Um, Oh, and, and, and say goodbye to everybody, but leave an open line to your successor, right? So as soon as I leave, I am no longer Tom Miller, leader of this organization. I am now Tom Miller colleague. I'm not part of the organization. I'm not being paid by the organization. I'm not here to evaluate any part of the organization, but I will always have an open door in terms of the organization to one person. And that was my successor. And so when that person calls and asks, I'm there to provide advice. That's it. I'm not there to judge. I'm not there to say, well, this is how I did it in the past. It's just, if I were still there, right, this, this would be my steps. Take it or leave it. Whatever you want to do with it, okay? Um, so the day you leave is the day your relationship changes with everyone who worked with you, okay? So let me just recap some of those pieces. So these two critical points, the character and the compatibility of the trans transitioning leaders is critical. And when they don't work, the reason why it's sabotaged, right, more than any reason is because one of the two persons is immature, all right? So when we say goodbye, right, make, make a successful handoff of the baton, stay in the same lane. Um, a good goodbye has to be the top priority of the person who is moving forward. Um, and, and a successor, right, should have some good years to run the, or, the organization, you, you, know, you, you know, you certainly want to give them an opportunity. I mean, we know, you know, just in school to really create, you know, change takes, you know, three years. And sadly, the average tenure right now in North Carolina is less than three years for, for every principal. But you need time to be able to do that. Um, 
and say goodbye to everyone, but leave an open line to your successor as you're leaving out. So um, let's move on to transitions. Just a couple pieces here to help you. Uh, transitions won't be positive unless the leadership team believes it's in the best interest, okay? Transitions won't be positive unless the leadership team believes it is in their best interest. The goal of the transition should always be improvement, not perfection. Okay, you're never going to find that perfect leader, but you're looking for someone that aligns to where the organization's going. So if you're an, or, an organization in transition, my first question would be, do, do you have a clear vision of, of where you'll be three to five years or where you want to be three to five years from now? Because that should, should help you with this transition process, right? You got to have some, where are we going? So then I know who I need to recruit. And this is for any position. So I'm talking about if you're a charter school board member, you're constantly looking for, you know, succession and a successor and you're transitioning out, right? And then also as a head of school, whether you're currently employed or you're the assistant principal, you're constantly looking for transition, right? You are constantly developing people because the goal is improvement, not uh, perfection. And we want to get to that next level. We want to uh, improve the organization as a whole. Transition is awkward. Um, it's, you know, difficult. And that's why the character and the compatibility of the two people is so important. Uh, transitions are very time consuming, right? Very, very time uh, uh, consuming. That's why it should start at the beginning, right? As soon as I'm in the position, I'm looking to work myself out of the position uh, and keep that moving forward. Um, and there's only three ways to uh, transition, true transition, death, firing, or walking away, giving the organization the best chance for success. So death, firing, and walking away. Um, so transition thoughts in closing here for you. Uh, Dan Cathy from uh, Chick-fil-A. He said, when the rate of external change continually outpaces the rate of internal change, disaster is imminent, right? So when, so when the world <laughs> is changing, but you as an organization, as, as a team, and as a leader aren't evolving with it and running with it, it's going to be a disaster. And I think if the last 17, 18 months haven't taught us anything is that the world can change like that. And we need to be able uh, to have leaders in place who are constantly looking at the future. And if they're not there, it, I mean, everything rises and falls with leadership. So transitions are part of, part of an organization's growth, right? But that organization needs to have you know, clarity on where they want to be, uh, you know, six months from now, three years from now, five years from now, whatever it may be, uh, so they can make sure that they're lining up all their resources in the right way. So, when we don't, when when we on the inside don't, you know, keep up with the transition on on the outside, it's only a matter of time before we're not going to be successful, right? Leadership starts in, right? It it starts within me, okay? But it always goes this way, right? It's always. <laughs> It's a weird, it's a weird direction, right? Transition starts and ends with me, but it has nothing to do with me. It's about all the people out there uh, that I'm leading. So I need to be able to do that. So we've got to grow internally, right? We also have to grow our people. And as we grow our people, we will grow ourselves. So um, that's just a short lesson here on transition. I hope, I hope that was helpful to you um, as it's, as it's you, know, you know, coming around a lot. Um, so just, just uh, remember, right? As soon as I get in, into the position, I'm, 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 I have a destination of working myself out, improving the organization, building the people around me. Um, and then, you know, I just know character is going to be the key to all of that. So uh, again, 
wherever you're uh, listening, whether you're on our podcast, you know, please make sure you uh, subscribe and uh, rate us. If this is a terrible lesson, let me know. If it's a great lesson, awesome. Please, you know, uh, give us a five-star rating. I hope, I hope that's what we earned for you. Um, and then let us know in the comments, you know, what, what, what you liked, what you didn't like, or what you'd like to listen. Um, and of course, you can always email me at tom at lbleaders.com and uh, ask any more uh, questions about transitioning. So uh, keep making a difference out there, everybody. It works if you work it one day at a time. Bye-bye. Hey, podcast listeners. There's one thing I know for sure. It's everything rises and falls with leadership. And one of the challenges right now is time. We don't have a lot of time to, to grow ourselves and grow our teams. That's why we created the leadership program, School Leadership Made Real Simple. In the School Leadership Made Real Simple program, it's online, on-demand learning lessons that are built for the everyday principal, teacher leader, school administrator, and they're going to take your team to the next level. So go right now, go to schoolleadershipmaderealsimple.com and find out how you can start to build uh, groups of vision carriers and vision casters into every corridor of your school by developing the leaders around you. Go there now, schoolleadershipmaderealsimple.com. We've got great opportunities for you to get discounts on your team's leadership uh, development today. Thanks.